Hey, great day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Coach Mike Hudson. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything is moving in the direction that you want it to go. And here today, I'm opening up the opportunity for you to join me in a new network that I put together called Winner's News Network. And we're going to be sharing some ideas that are inspirational to you to help you to grow, to be the very best, that are educational, while at the same time motivating you to the greatest amount of excellence that you can achieve. My goal here is to help you to maximize your potential in every area of your business. So that being said, I encourage you, please do me a favor. If you like what we're talking about here, anywhere along here, click the like buttons, share this, please subscribe to this channel. We're gonna be sharing some great ideas that again, I say are educational, inspirational, motivational ideas to take you to the next level. So please do me a favor. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to reach out to us at any time and we'll be here to help you to grow and to be the very best you can. So that being said, on today's very first episode, we're gonna be talking today about the 10 habits of highly successful salespeople, right? The 10 habits of highly successful salespeople. Now, sharing that with you is this, that I want you to understand one thing, that winners develop the habit of doing the things that losers do not like to do at all. You know, they understand that they have to do things that are uncomfortable, that take them out of their comfort zone, and they know they have to stretch themselves in order to achieve the goals and achieve the dreams that they've set out to have and want and be in their lives. And it's important that we all get this. We all understand that in order for us to grow and expand. Now, if you're complacent or you're happy where you're at, well, maybe this is not for you. And hey, I understand and I get it. However, if you're interested in wanting to go to the next level, these are some of the habits. They're by no stretch of the imagination, the only things, but these are the foundational experiences that I have recognized in my 38 plus years in this personal and professional growth business. And it's important that we kind of grab onto this so we can say, okay, what is it that separates the average from the above average? Why are some people more successful than others in the same marketplace, dealing with the same consumers, dealing with the same situation, the same challenges day in and day out? And I'm going to share with you some of those principles that will help you when you implement these into your business and into your life to help you grow. And these are the foundational pieces, as I said, and we're going to go through them one by one. So what I want to encourage you to do on each of these episodes is please take some notes, write these thoughts down. And then when you get these ideas, don't simply don't simply have some notes in a binder, take action with them, put them into play. The, the key to learning is not only getting the information, but it's experiencing what you have learned. So you can come back, revisit what you have learned and say, you know what, now I get a distinction. And our goal here is to take us ourselves to a new dimension. My goal is to help you take it to a new dimension, while at the same time offering you some distinctions on things that you currently are doing and or things that you have not been doing at all, and you're going to begin applying them into your life and into your business. So let's kick this off, and I'm going to talk to you about, as we go through, if you look at the bottom of your screen, the very first habit, the very first habit is that great people, great salespeople, rewrite and review their goals on a daily basis. They rewrite and review their goals on a daily basis. They take out a notepad and they write down one or two sentences wrapped around the goals that are important to them. And I'll talk about what those might be. So I want you to write this down. Rewrite your goals every single day. Number one. Number next part of this is what kind of goals do you need to have? Well, simply said, goals that are anchored in values. You know what an anchor is, one that holds down a boat. An anchor is something that we hold firmly in our mindset and in our spirit and our heart. And when I say have your goals anchored in values, it represents what's most important to you. Your values are the things that are most important to you. So what is most important to you? Is it health? Is it wellness? Is it family? Is it money? Is it spirit? Is it physical body? What is most important to you? And frankly, you should have goals in each one of those areas. So that way you can have a firm ideal of who you want to ultimately become. The next point here I want you to write down is use the as if principle when you are writing and reviewing your goals down. 
every single day. And what I mean by that is imagine yourself in the achievement of the goal. What would it be like? How does it make you feel? What could you do because you've achieved those goals? Who could you help? How does that help you to grow and to become the very best? And what I suggest you do is go to the area of going outside of your current situation and imagine the end of a day, the end of a week, the end of a month, the end of a quarter, the end of six months, one year, two, five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years out, as long as you want, as far as you want, and put yourself into the as if that you've already achieved that goal. And again, imagine, close your eyes and imagine what that would be like. And you'll truly anchor in the feelings and achievement of those particular goals. And frankly, it will help you to push through the inevitable challenges that you will ultimately have in your life and in your business. Now, what kind of goals should you have? Well, I kept it, kept it simple here. You should have basically six areas of your life. The first one is family, spiritual, social, financial, mental, and physical goals. And write, as I said a second ago, a sentence or two in each one of those particular areas and keep it very simple. I'll give you an example for me is I have a mental goal of reading a minimum, a minimum of two books per week. Now I listen to audio and I read books that you see behind me and I have a whole shelf in front of me, a couple of shelves actually of books, but my goal is to every week read something that is edu educational, motivational, inspirational. And that's what the Winners News Network is all about. So I'm engaging you to go out there and do this in each one of the areas in your life. Okay, what is your physical goal? What is the social goal for you? What is your family goal? What is your financial goal, etc.? And keep that in mind, okay? So I hope that makes sense. Now, let's go on to the next part here, which is habit number two. And as you can see on your screen there, that should pop up, is to plan your days in advance. Plan your days in advance. Now, what I want you to do in you writing this down is ask yourself the most important question. What are the 20, what, what is the 20% of my activities that will give me the 80% of the results that I get? And coming down to this, it comes down to the fundamental, if you may have heard this before, or maybe you have not heard it before, but it's the Prieto principle. It's the 80-20 rule. So look at your business on a daily basis and ask yourself, what are the 20% of the things that I need to do every day that will engage and get me the 80% of the results that I need in my business and in my life? So put yourself in that focus. What are the top five or four or six things that you must do? As an example, the great salespeople understand the very fundamentals of their business. They know that they uh, that the goals or outcomes are achieved in steps. In order in, in order for them to achieve a particular goal or outcome, they must do things in order. As a quick example, priority, top 20%, practicing their craft, getting very good at what they do so they can maximize the return on time invested in making the attempts that they're doing. The second one is attempts. What kind of lead generation? Lead generation, prospecting, however you want to categorize that, is a part of the process. That's a top 20% activity. Qualifying your clients to make sure that they are willing able, uh, willing and able to do uh, business with you, that you can actually solve a problem for them. What is that problem? You'll identify it when you qualify them. Following up with people, a huge one, is a top 20% activity. Following up represents about 90% of the appointments and results you get is, comes from follow-up. The next thing, you might want to look at it this way, is presentations. So you've practiced, you've prospected, you've found people, you've qualified them, you've followed up with them, and now you're going in for the, for the appointment. You're going to go present to them your products, goods, or services. And that's a top 20% activity. you got to be in front of people, ladies and gentlemen, in order to get the results that you want. And then maybe the last thing, you can put a number of other things in here, but I like to write the word customer service down because I believe being of service to everybody is a top 20% of your actual activities that you're doing every single day and how you serve that. Again, there's other areas in there that you can certainly put in there, but those are the fundamentals of all of the great salespeople. Now, let's write down the next one, habit number three, okay? Habit number three is asking two important questions. Write that down that way. Ask yourself two very important questions. Number one is, what did I do right? And number two is what would I do differently or what can I do to improve? You know, oftentimes when we don't get the success we want and we're challenged or we're failing or we're not achieving the goals that we want, 
we sometimes say, what am I doing wrong here? I'm no good. I don't deserve this. And we start beating ourselves up, beating our psychology up, beating our self-concept up, our self-esteem. Guys, we don't need to do that. Let's focus in on what am I doing right here? What's going well? Give you a quick example. If your goal every day is to prospect and you don't get any results because of your efforts, you know what? What did I do right here? Well, listen, I picked up the phone. I made some attempts. That's a win, isn't it? So what can I do differently would be a, a question to help you to really understand what may need to improve in order for you to get better results the next time out. So what did I do right? What could I do differently the next time out so I can maximize again my return? Those two questions are positive, they're encouraging, and they're powerful questions to ask yourself when you're in your business. The next point, number four, let's move down the line here. Number four is ask yourself or understand using the doctor of selling philosophy. This is very cool. I love this area because it's very important. Using the doctor of selling philosophy. And the basics of that is simply this. What do great doctors do in order to help make recommendations and suggestions to their patients? That's right. They get a clear understanding and they ask great questions. You know, great salespeople ask great questions. And when you ask great questions, you're actually selling more efficiently and more effectively because when you're sitting there talking and rambling on how great you are and how fantastic your, your, your services are and all of that stuff, sure, you should be proud of that and you should acknowledge that and sometimes let people know about that. But at the end of the day, asking great questions creates a dialogue between you and your customers. And when you ask them questions, you dig deep for needs and then you can make the very, very best recommendation based on what they have a need, their wants and their desires. So great doctors, think about your experiences in the doctors that you've seen or maybe that you uh, know of people who have seen doctors and their great attribute is asking great questions. How do you feel? What did you eat last night? What is your history on this, that or the other thing, right? So asking great questions will help you. So that's one of the great habits that great salespeople have is asking great questions. Point number next here is along this line and I'm gonna kind of continue here uh, with the questioning process is when you ask questions, use the layer process use layering in your responses. And the layer simply says, the L stands for listen, acknowledge, explore, and respond. So I'll give you a quick example, um, using the real estate business, because I have a lot of clients who are in the real estate business, and this could be a, a great metaphor for this understanding. So I ask a question, okay? When you sell, what is your goal? Where are you moving to? Why are you selling? And they say, well, we're moving to Palm Beach. So I ask a question, I listen to the answer, and then the next piece is to acknowledge what they say. So I ask a question, when you sell, what is your goal? Where are you moving to? We're going to Palm Beach. Palm Beach, that's exciting. Now I want to go into the next area, which is the letter E, which is to explore. So I ask the question, when you sell, what is your goal? Why are you selling? Where are you moving to? And they say, going to West Palm Beach. I acknowledge and I say, great, you're going to West Palm Beach. Explore now is what takes you there. It's a little bit of exploration, okay? Then they say, well, we're going there because of a job relocation and I have to be up there in a couple of months. Great, so my response to that would be, you have to be up there in a couple of months. I appreciate that. Just out of curiosity, ideally, when would you like to be in Palm Beach? So using the layer technology part here helps you and it will enable you to really detail out to your clients what are the next steps. One, it helps you to determine that, but two, and I think really more importantly, it shows that you care, it shows that you're listening carefully to what they want or what they have is a problem, excuse me, what they have is a problem, and then you can make your recommendation and solution, whatever that next step is, whether it's an appointment, a deeper consultation, a presentation, whatever it is for you, this layer technology, this layer process will help you to move through the finding uh, of that area really important. And then the last piece about using the doctor of selling philosophy, you know what, when you ask questions, you're obviously pulling out information that's gonna help you to make your recommendation, as I said, now, our bigger goal here along those lines within that framework is to really find the pain that they have going on, find the pain and then relieve it with your product and service. You find the pain. What is your challenge? How soon do you need to be there? What do you need to solve here? And then you open up that wound 
Okay, it sounds kind of crude here, but you kind of open up the wound, you kind of get it bloodied, and then you kind of go in and you get that pain going on. Well, if you don't do it, um, what are your challenges in achieving that particular goal, etc.? And then you relieve it with your recommendation or your solution, however you want to position that. Right? Does that make sense? So the doctor of selling philosophy is a very, very powerful thing. Now, some of the other habits of the highly successful salespeople is this: they have what we call successful daily living. They live in a world of having successful daily living, and they use a couple of different things in order to keep themselves strong in mind, body, and spirit. Right. So I want you to write these thoughts down. Successful daily living might include, and it should include, quite honestly, some aerobic exercise four to five times, maybe even seven times a week. And you really don't have to go crazy on this. If you like to go to the gym, perfect. If you can't go to the gym because we're in a current situation where we can't get to a gym, listen, do some aerobic exercise. You can figure out what you need to do there. This is not a health seminar, but you know there's a number of things that you can have access to to make that happen. If that's too much for you or you choose not to, personally, I don't go to a gym. I work out with my dog. I take a couple of walks for about 30 minutes each day, twice a day, and I do that seven days a week. I got to thank my dog because he's helped me to live a long life, or my dogs have, should I say, right? And so, at the importance of aerobic exercise keeps your body moving. It keeps you uh, within the framework of your weight, and so on. Uh, do that. The next thing is eating properly. You know, oftentimes we're in a very rushed life. You know, it's very easy to pull over and get some fast food or do something that's quick and easy, and we throw it in the microwave, and bada bing, we're done, right? Listen. Do your very best. I know it's not always perfect, and I get that. Even myself, I'm not going to say I walk on water here. At the end of the day, do whatever you can to to one limit your intake throughout the day because the more you engage in food, unless it's eating uh, vegetables and and proteins that keep your energy level up versus carbs and sugars that keep your energy level up for a second, they knock you down for a good loop for a couple hours. At the end of the day, balanced nutrition is important. You know what? I like to suggest to people: listen, do what you can throughout the week. To give yourself some good nutrition and listen, take a day and splurge. Hey, you want to go? I do it. I love my hot dogs. I go have a hot dog on the weekend, right? So as long as you're not doing these things every day, and but keeping your balance of eating properly is very, very important. The next part of successful daily living, and this is a critical area that people often forget about. They know it there. They know it's there. It's logical once I say it, and it's and it's something that we all know that we must have, and that is having healthy relationships. Healthy relationships with our family, our friends, even our clients. You know, some some coaches out there say, "Oh, you can't have relationships with sellers and clients, and there's no need to do that. Your job is to sell them." You know what? I don't believe in that. I believe in the quality of your business is based on the quality of your relationships, and this goes in all areas of your life, right? Personally and professionally. You know, healthy relationships help us to feel good, and that is being around people that you know. We'll talk about this in a second. That support you and 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 ones that you want to support. But it's having good relationships with your family. Spend time with your family. Quality time more. Important than quantity of time, etc. But having quality relationships makes us feel good. We're happy in our lives, and we feel much better about what we're doing and the things like that. I hope that makes sense. So please take an action on that. What areas you need to work on and to create more successful habits in this area of daily living? Okay. Point number next is number six. Here is be a specialist. You know the great salespeople understand this really, really important area. That is, become a specialist in two critical areas. Number one is you got to become a specialist in the areas of rejection. Listen, I wish I had a magic wand, a pill, something that's going to help you to avoid rejection. It's not going to happen. But we, the only thing that I know you can do that works very effectively, and oftentimes 100% of the time, when you make this decision. That you're going to go out and do what you need to do in your business to create the opportunity for yourself, and that is to understand that when people reject something that you're offering, that's all they're doing is rejecting what you're offering. That's all they're doing. They're rejecting the offer. They're not rejecting 
We're not rejecting you. Listen, at the end of the day, if you're at a restaurant, you've had a great meal and you've had, you know, the appetizer, you had the main courses, you had some, maybe a drink or whatever the case might be, you had some dessert. And then the server comes up to you and says, can I get you anything else? And you sit back and go, nope, I'm pretty good right now. Appreciate it. That was a great meal, right? And she says to you, well, why don't we get a second course coming in? Can I get you some more dessert? Can I get you some more appetizers? No, 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 no. I don't really have the room for it. I appreciate it though. So the question is, are we rejecting the server or are we rejecting the fact that I don't need it right now? So use that as the analogy. Listen, if you have something to offer people and they don't take it, and a couple of reasons why it's not a, a need right there is simply because they don't have a need for it right then and there. Now, there may be other things such as the way you're presenting or, you know, you may know that they had the need before. You're not kind of kind of open up that wound again to get it open. But that's a separate discussion on a separate skill. But understand that people may not need you in that moment. We just have to figure out what I need to do to make that happen. The next area that you got to become a specialist in, and this is what the great salespeople do. This is what the great business leaders do. This is what the great executives do. And that is even people who have great families. This is what they go through. And that is to become a frustration specialist. You know, listen, at the end of the day, we're selling to people. We're not selling rocks uh, to uh, we're not selling rocks and we're not selling widgets. OK, we're selling people and engage when you're engaged with people. We're dealing with what? A lot of emotions, you know, the moving parts that go along with making decisions to buy something, whether it's a car, a house, a computer, a phone. There's a lot of emotions going on. Do I need this? Would I like it? Am I going to pay the right price? Am I going to get the value out of the service I'm receiving from the salesperson? There's a lot of things going on. And they got on top of all of that. They got external emotions going on. I'm talking about the clients. And so as a result, there's going to be some frustrations as you go through the process. There's going to be obviously the rejection frustration. You're doing all of this work. You're not getting any results and you're going to start feeling frustrated. Get over it. You gotta, I'm just going to be very direct about it. Just get over it. You're going to get frustrated. It's a part of the deal. Once we accept that it's a part of it, then it, it helps us to better move through the process. So become a specialist in these two areas, a rejection specialist and a frustration specialist. And I know that you will be much better for the long term, right? So point number seven, as we kind of wind this down, the last three points here, and that is to become a people builder. You know, you know, we talked about this uh, uh, in building relationships, and this is important. You know, who could you help? You know, what could you do beyond the call of duty, even without the expectation of making a sale? You know, there is no reason or rhyme why you should not be a person of helping other people to grow. First and foremost, it helps them to have a better life. And secondly, if not first, it helps you. You know, I do these recordings, I do this content and I put it out there and I'm going to be taking it up to another level. And I've been doing this for a, a long, long time, a long time. But you know what? If nobody reaches out to me, if nobody says, Mike, I like your stuff, even if they say, Mike, your stuff sucks, it doesn't matter. I'm doing the very best I can to put it out there. My goal is to help build you, right? But you know what it does for me? It inspires me because I've had experiences. I've had ups and I've had downs. I got a physical handicap that I was born with. And I know that when I bring it out in public, what, what I'm doing for other people kind of makes me feel a lot better, you know? And so consider doing that for yourself. Be a people builder. Who can you support? How can you support them? What words of encouragement can you give to people today that will help them to be the very best they can without remuneration? If you get paid for it, fantastic. If you don't, fantastic. It is what it is. Just do your very best and you'll watch their returns. They're going to come back to you not only emotionally, but they'll come back to you financially. I promise you. All right. The next point here, let me shut off my uh, my alarm there because I'm it's warning me, Mike, you got to get this to closure. OK, so um, we talked about that. Now, the next point, number eight here is fly with eagles, which kind of represents the being the people builder and having great relationships and fly with eagles. You know, you got to hang around and write these thoughts down here. A positive reference group. You know, they say the old story is if I'm in a room and I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong room. So hang around some people that are smarter than you. Who could you learn from? What could you engage in? Remember, the great Jim Rohn said it very, very well. He says, you become the sum and substance of the books you read and the people you hang around more often than not. 
So who are you hanging around? Are they pulling you up? Are they keeping you uh, flat? Are they cre creating complacency for you? Are they creating opportunity for you? What is that reference group that you have around you? The next thing is when you're around Eagles is you got to believe in the uh, wholeheartedly in the company that you work for. Now, what does this have to do with hanging around with Eagles? Well, listen, being around a great uh, company, uh, even if you're an independent contractor, you know what, being around people that are supportive of you and encouraging of you is very, very important in terms of flying with Eagles. But I wanna say it this way, when you believe in what you're doing, when you believe in the service that you're offering, you believe in the company that you represent and you believe in yourself, you have a tendency to fly above all else everybody else that's why flying with eagles you're an eagle go out there and fly and rather than scratching with the turkeys you don't deserve that you deserve the very very best i hope you recognize that i want you to recognize that because it's very very important okay so that's that point right there the last number nine here last two we're going to wrap up here is they are masters at building relationships now yes i touched on it before but i want to make sure that i button this up with these last couple of thoughts with these things here you know building relationships being a master at that is very, very important. How do you build great relationships in your sales business? Well, the first things is to understand by asking questions, becoming the doctor of selling, if you will, asking questions. But when you ask questions, it does a couple of things. Number one, it helps to build a relationship. How? It helps you to build trust and credibility and authority. Trust, credibility, and authority in what you're doing. And when you go out there with the goal of building long-term rewarding relationships, again, this is for your business. It helps you to feel really good about yourself and you're really helping other people to achieve your goals. What's the result of that? Obviously, you're gonna feel good and obviously you're gonna make more money potentially and obviously you're gonna get more repeat and referral business from your clients. So look to build great relationships with people and keep that in mind. And that's the mission of the great, great salespeople. Now, the last thing that I know for sure is one of the great and important areas is this. The, one of the best habits, one of the greatest habits that the greats have is that they have a commitment to lifelong personal and professional development. You know, they understand clearly without equivocation that a new idea, a fresh idea, a sentence of, out of a chapter and a page on a book could change the trajectory of their business, of their life. Listening to recordings like this, listening to audio programs in the car, audible when you're driving or walking. You know, there's a commitment to long, lifelong personal growth. And it's very important for, especially the people at the very top end. You know, you'll go up to them and you'll say, why are you at this seminar? Why are you reading that book? You're already doing very well. Well, the reason I'm doing it very well is because I'm at the seminar, I'm reading the book, I'm listening to the audios. That's their simple answer. That would be my simple answer. What would it be for you? So commit to lifelong personal development. You're never gonna learn everything. So you might as well get engaged and make it a lifelong journey for yourself to get there. So what are some things that you can do there? And then we'll kind of button this up for you. Number one is read 30 to 60 minutes every day. Again, something inspirational, motivational, educational, something that's gonna help you to grow a chapter out of a book, a page out of a book, listening to Audible, etc. things like that. Number two, I just said it a second ago, attend trainings and seminars, whether online or offline. There's a lot of great ways to get this information via this particular medium that I'm sharing with you today. And there's other ways to get it from YouTube all the way to webinars that you can attend to live events in this time of life when we can eventually get out there. You know, we're dealing with this particular uh, COVID situation in our world today, and we can't really go out there and, and be social with a lot of people, but it really doesn't matter. The mindset here is, what do I got to do to become better? And you're going to attend trainings and seminars, however we might attend them off or online, okay? Listen to positive audio programs and videos every single day. You know, again, guys, there's so much information. You know as much as I'm telling you. There is so much information out there that you can grab onto and listen to something inspirational, something educational. Turn your car, turn off the radio. Yeah, you wanna listen to some good rock music or whatever your favorite tunes are, that's cool, no problem. I do that before I go into a presentation. I listen to Led Zeppelin or some rock and roll because I love rock and roll or comedy, I'd even do that. But at the end of the day, turn your car when you're driving, when you have that opportunity into, as the great Brian Tracy says, into a university on wheels. 
You know, you can get a college education just simply going from and to and from appointments, to and from your office. You can get great education, great knowledge. And remember, there's we're just looking for a nugget, just one thing that can change the trajectory of everything that we have in our life. And then the last thing is here, um, I don't say this out of ego, but I say this out of importance because I have them, I've had them, I am one, and that is to have a great coach and a great mentor for yourself. Listen, there's nothing more powerful short of reading books and listening to audios and engaging in your business, building great relationships, all of these other nine areas that I talked about today than having a coach or a mentor who has been there before you. Listen, the shortest distance between two points is what? A straight line. Great coaches offer you that straight line. They they take away the challenge. They can shore up the curve for you so you can get ahead. They're great feedback mechanisms. They could be inspirational for you. They could be accountable to you, uh, accountability for you, etc. And they're educational, informational. Make sure the coach has been there before. They've been there, done that. They have the experience. It makes sense. It's logical. But get a coach and a mentor. Work with somebody that can support you and encourage you without any objectives here, okay? I am very clear with my clients. I have no ulterior motives. I don't have any judgments, no condemnations, and I'm not their family. I am their business coach. And as a result of that, my opinions are directed to helping them grow their business. It's suggestions, recommendations. Do they all take my advice? No, I'll be honest with you. Do most of them do? Yeah, not not everything I might say. They'll we'll take a, a paragraph of something, they'll take one sentence out of it and use it, which is great, as long as we're moving in the direction that we want to go, which is very important. So again, a great coach, a great mentor, and these previous nine ideas will help you to really break through in your business. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to go back and I want you to review these points. I would suggest that you write them down on a piece of paper as I have here. I've been reading from it and noting it. You can come back and re-listen to this video again, but here's what I want to encourage you to do. Go through these for the next 90 days. Simply do this, make a list, check it off, and rate yourself every single day, morning and night. Take you five minutes, my gosh, if not two minutes to do this. And just rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Where are you in each one of these particular areas? And then you'll see gradually and put yourself in this position, you know, as if I, you know, I'm gonna go back to the, one of the first points I talked about. Put yourself into the as if, as if I'm already a great salesperson. So let me consider doing this. Let me take it around the block. Let me trial it out. And let me see if Mike really makes any sense or is he full of baloney? Hey, that's up to you to decide what you wanna do there. But I definitely want to encourage you because this is nothing but good information. Not because I put it together, because this is a culmination of experiences and knowledge and, and relationships and my coaching that I have with my coaches personally that I put together and watching all of the experiences of the great people in many different businesses in my career. And there, again, as I said earlier, this is not limited to this, but what I do want to encourage you to understand that this is helpful and powerful information to help you to grow. So do this, write this list down on a scale of one to 10 in the morning, on a scale of one to 10 in the afternoon and see where you're at and do this every day, do it seven days a week. Some things may not apply to you on every day of the week because you may not be doing business, you might be taking off or on a vacation, whatever the case might be, but do something on here and then watch yourself progress with patience, with patience over the next 90 days. And when that 90 days ends, what do you do? That's right, you rinse and repeat. Do it again and do it for the rest of your life because these are the foundational pieces that I have found that the great salespeople will use always in their business and in their life. So here's what I want to ask you to do. If you have any questions, thoughts or anything, please do me a favor and reach out. I'm here to answer any possible questions you might have. No obligation whatsoever. You got a comment, a thought, lay it out there. Please again, like I said, pay this forward. And if you have any questions, my number's there on the screen. Please write it down. Give me a call. You can text me there. You can give me a call. If you don't get me, leave a voicemail. Whatever the case might be, you can send me an email, mike at mikehusson.com. In the meantime, I wish you the very, very best in all that you do. I respect and I appreciate your time. This is the Winner's News Network. We're going to share some good ideas that will inspire you, that will educate you, that will motivate you to achieve all of the greatness in your life and to maximize your potential. So do me a favor, 
pay this forward as I were asked you to do. And please leave any thoughts or comments below. And I look forward to working with you or talking to you, minimally sharing with you more ideas to help you maximize your potential. Guys, thanks so much for your time. Totally respect it. Go make it a great day today. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for your time.